You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You're very, very welcome. My name is Ahanu, and with me is, as usual, my lovely twin flame, Angel Rose. We have asked a question many times over the last numbers of years, really, and we've been together 10 years. What, why is it that we do what we do? What is that core thing? Why, 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 why? And as we start to explore this whole concept of why and what is the motivation behind it and why we're doing what we're doing, it became very difficult at first. In fact, it started off being very cloudy, didn't it? It became very difficult to understand, you know, why why am I here? Where am I going? What am I doing? Kind of thing, those big questions. But the more we drilled down, and we actually used Angel Rose's fantastic technique that she teaches in her transformational writing course, uh, the journaling course, we used that to write down and we actually arrived at a kind of a place that answered those questions. Now, Angel Rose will have her own whys, but for me, by way of introduction to this whole subject, many of you may have read my book, The Reincarnation of Columbus. And it's the story of how my first son died. He died on my birthday when he was four months old. And it was a tragic time for me. And at that point in time in my young adult life, I was engaged really in the 3D world, full frontal, with all my capacity to uh, earn money and pay taxes and pay mortgages and all of that level of activity. And it was competitive too. But the moment he died, my whole self went into the asking, why did he die? Where is he now? Why me? What did I do to deserve this? Could there be another way? Did he fulfill his purpose on this life? Or as in my limited understanding at the time, you know, was his life cut short in some way? Or was that the sole purpose of it, that four months of his life, was that meant to be the full extent of it? Did he achieve what he came here to do in that period of time? So all these questions, though, remained unanswered. And the reason they remained unanswered is because nobody knew the answers to them. I certainly couldn't find anybody who could give me any rational, and I say rational because that's a relative term too, but couldn't give me any understanding about death that I needed to satisfy those deep questions. And from that time on, my whole life has revolved around seeking the why, 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 why. I felt, in fact, at times, Angel Rose, and, and I know you'll have your own story, and similar, though, in lots of ways, and I'm sure many, many people will have similar kinds of experiences too, where you feel like a child that's asking these incessant questions. And then the other side of you is like a parent that says, you know, will you stop asking questions? Stop you know, I, I don't know the answer to these things, so just get on with it and put up with them. But that didn't satisfy us. So th this is the background. This is the motivation for where I'm coming from when I'm asking these why, why, why questions. So I get, Rose, what, what was the that motivating factor, that that turning point in your life, really, that where you started asking the questions too, the why questions? Well, for me, it happened very young. I was 19. I was um, 
married already to a high school sweetheart. And um, my whole goal at that time in my life was to be a mom and have children. I wanted children. So I've never really was into anything metaphysical or spiritual, aside from a few times when you're young and you pretend you're you're outside and you're pulling grass and milk pod weeds and uh, making your little witch's brew. But you're very much in the moment yeah, as a child. As a child. Or uh, my friend and I used to pretend we were gypsies when they were crystal ball, something like that. But anyway... Um, Shortly after we were married, my husband was killed at work uh, by a would-be robber. And it was at that point where my whole life just completely changed, much like yours did with the loss of your son. But you were just 18 at that time? 19. 19. And he was 19, actually. So, you know, it was always very unclear as to what happened that night uh, with the shooting. So I went to my very first psychic. And um, I wanted, I had questions. I wanted to know sure. what happened that night. I wanted to know where was he? Was mm-hmm. he still alive on some spiritual level? Could I talk to him? And this woman who I went to ended up being my very first mentor. She was a lovely lady, and I started going to her house once a week. And um, we just have like a session where she would allow me to ask these kinds of questions. Mm. And she taught me about angels, and she taught me about some white magic. She taught me some white magic rituals, but it was a variety of spiritual teachings and lessons. But were those kinds of questions that you were asking her and that she was providing to you as answers, were they questions and answers that were not being fulfilled by any of your, say, religious upbringing? You know, was there any answers in Bible or in religious teachings that were providing answers well, similar or Well, or let's just say I never got to ask questions like that. That's the thing. Okay. Religion, I was raised Catholic, so there weren't really too many opportunities to be asking any sort of life after death or metaphysical type of questions. Yeah. Sorry. So she, um, she really kind of put me on the path. I, I'd say the death put me on my path. When I look back in retrospect now, if you want to say that we all have a a purpose of our lives, you know, that was probably in my soul contract. I'm sure this gentleman was someone I had known in other lives. Absolutely sure he was a soulmate. And um, would have been some agreement, you know, him with his own reasons for leaving the planet at that time. But it did kickstart me into this whole questioning Yeah period of my life, which led me, you know, from that moment on, on a spiritual path. Yes. So isn't that the strangest thing, though? And it's the same with me, with the death of Ryan, that it was, it took a death, it took a tragedy, Mm -hmm. actually, and and the suffering and all the trauma that went around that, to actually catapult you, in a way, into asking the deeper questions. Yeah, because you ended up getting into... Transcendental meditation to find inner peace because you were just in such turmoil and conflict. I did. 
Yeah. In fact, the one thing that attracted me about that was I was going, I was in turmoil, I have to say, really, because as a young, a young father, actually, to lose that. And I remember calling it potential at the time. There was this potential for happiness, for family happiness, you know. Mm-hmm. There was this marvellous potential that I could feel unfolding in, in reality in front of me. And then suddenly like that, it was gone. Mm-hmm. And so I felt this huge loss of of expectation is what I felt, a, a terrible loss of expectation. And it, it then brought in those questions about wh- why, why, what's it all about? What's the deeper reason? What's the purpose? But I was going down uh, one of the canals in Dublin, beautiful, uh, the Royal Canal, and I remember seeing this sign on one of the, outside of one of the houses in the garden, a big sign, and it said, um, inner peace, uh, step inside for inner peace. And I thought, wow, I need that. Hmm. Whatever that is, I need it. Transcendental meditation. So I went in and you know what? That also was a huge turning point in my life because as soon as I learned that transcendental meditation technique, it actually allowed me to find a place of peace inside that wasn't incessantly concerned about my mortality or about the the reason for it all. I actually found a sense of joy amidst all that that terror and that sadness. So that's why I, I advocate any kind of silent time, any kind of meditative practice. And we do indeed, um, we teach people ourselves and we give people the uh, free meditation to paradise earth for those very reasons, actually, because mm. they do offer uh, uh, solace and mm-hmm. comfort. But Angel Rose, what I am intrigued about is that here was here was I in my life where death and tragedy had catapulted me to asking these questions. And in parallel to that, your tragedy with your first husband was catapulting you onto mm-hmm. that spiritual questioning as well. Now, I wonder how many more people are out in the world, you know, who have experienced death of one kind or another with parents, children, relations, whatever, who are also asking those questions, why, why, why? But like us in the beginning, are not getting the answers. Right. Well, you know, for me too, death seemed to be, you know, my catalyst in my life because I lost my brother two years after my first husband. He died at 22. And then um, on and on it went. You know, I had a suicide in, in my life. So I had, it seemed to me that death was always these key points in my life to move me along spiritually. But in retrospect, I can see how those were the events that moved me onto this spiritual path. And so once I got started and I started finding out about life after death and uh, angels, many things that people are interested in, in now, and I kind of went on my own way after that. And I found out about physical immortality and rebirthing and how your thoughts create your reality and then I taught myself tarot. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I went on this path and eventually became a healer. And so, you know, the focus of not only, I think, my own growth in terms of things that showed up in my life to move me forward, but in getting answers to, I don't know, I kept asking deeper and deeper questions. I, I wanted to know about everything. I wanted to know about reincarnation and about my past lifetimes. But was it that lady who was supplying the answers? No, not then. Or were you finding the answers? Not then. She, I was only 
in uh, Syracuse, New York for maybe another uh, three years. And then I, I met another man and my life changed and I had another relationship. And that relationship uh, moved me around to different states because of his work. Right. And then I had children with him. And um, so, no, after that, I was kind of on my own path, but the bug had been put in me. You know, I, right. I wanted... I wanted knowledge. I wanted spiritual knowledge. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know about ourselves, about yeah. how our mind works, about the different yeah. uh, programs that we have that create our, our lives. And so it, it's been a, a very long quest, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm still on it. Of course, you're never not on it. Sure. But in, in talking about what you and I and what we offer people or what motivates us, you know, what motivates me with you know, reading the Akashic Records now and publishing the books or anything, doing private readings for people, anything like that that can help other people answer the same kinds of questions and give them a greater understanding of God, the universe, their own soul path, you know, why they're here, Mm -hmm. who the people are in their lives, what are their relationships all about. Anything that brings deeper understanding is what Mm-hmm. what we both care about, why we're motivated to bring to the public what we do. It's all for um, more knowledge. And, you know, I think my greatest happiness, let's just say, is when somebody receives understanding yes. about their lives. And there's like a light bulb goes on. There, yeah. Or they come to peace yes. and understand that there's there really is a much bigger picture to just yeah. about everything in our yes. lives. And that was the same light bulb that I found when, when I found that inner peace through meditation and I was beginning to, to intuit a lot of these answers. I didn't have a mentor like the way Angel Rose describes and, and I had a long struggle of trying to find the answers somewhere inside myself. But the books that Angel Rose speaks about there are her two books. The first one is A Time of Change and that can be found at atimeofchange.info. And the second one, the uh, reincar- the, nature. Reala- the, the nature of reality. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's mixing up your own book. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm thinking of my own book, the, the Reincarnation of Columbus. But those two books of Angel Roses, they came out of that same questioning, didn't they? Because they're full of those questions and the answer then from source. And they're through very the Akashic deep, Records. Through the Akashic Records. And they're very deep questions. And they're questions people have asked. They're not yes. my own questions. People had so many questions yeah. about so many different parts of life yeah. that we would have sessions, and we still do have sessions, where they get to ask those questions. And, you know, it reminds me, when I said earlier on about as a child, you know, when you're asking these incessant questions, I remember when I was a child and asking my mother and my father these questions, I was continually told, these are not for you to ask uh, these are what we are, this is what we are led to believe. So we get pat answers, you know, like that's the will of God, right? And you were supposed as a child to understand what that meant or that... Or accepted on faith. Accepted on faith, exactly. And this is what we're led to believe. And even as a child, I could not get my head around that. Why are we led to believe that? You know, surely there's some reason for believing this, that or the other. And one of those things, and I don't want to go off on a religious kick now, but I just want to give you an idea of really how much it struck me as a young child. 
I was an altar boy in those days and very much into, you know, Holy Catholic Ireland, into the religion. And I remember one day looking up at the wall. It was a huge cross with a, a dead man hanging on it. And there was blood pouring out his hands and pouring from his chest and a crown of thorns around his head. And he looked the picture of absolute terror. And me as a child, I'm saying, you know, I was terrified by this image. And yet I would hear this, this priest preaching about love and all of these great principles. But there was no connect. There was a total disconnect with the whole thing. And I'm only telling you that because this was my impression as a, as a young child and where my questioning was coming from. And of course, one of those questions was, why would you put an image, a, a statue of a dead man in a place of of holiness, in a place of worship, in a place of love. It just didn't connect with me. So I knew that there was something else going on. There was this led to believe factor. There was this facade that was being put over my questioning. And, you know, in, in a way, because nobody actually knew. Nobody had the answers. So when we got together then, Angel Rose, I think it was a wonderful transformation that took place, really, because we were able to find answers in each other and then through your gift of the 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 uh, the akashic records we were then able to go into that place in spirit some people call it the universe some people call it the, the book of life the book of life there's many people understand it in different ways some other people call it you know that gut feeling intuition mm. guidance spiritual knowledge all of those things but it's coming from a place of a universal storehouse of mm. of answers and we were getting asked these questions from lots more people but we were finding amazing answers because the answers that were coming from source weren't they very different to anything that you'd get from your parents perhaps in those days and a, a person who's stuck in the dogma of religion who would give you that pat answer that this is what you're led to believe well, I think the most important thing for me through all my years of teaching various self-awareness classes and doing the journaling to a happier life, uh, which is exploring the content of your your subconscious and making different choices or, or realizing that you do have a power of decision. Even that's huge for people, that you can change things. And then coming to the Akashic Records was you know, a very sacred thing because... It does hold, um, you know, the the recordings of the history of all of our different lifetimes and who we've been and what our challenges were and what we were victorious at. And it brought such a deeper understanding to people, facilitating those sorts of uh, consultations with people. And then go, moving into the groups where we started to explore these deeper questions, what I was left with and I'm still left with today, is that the love of source is, is so tangible, it is so real, and there is an order to things. There is a, um, a way that things do make sense. Even the craziness that we see in the world today, it does make sense on the level that every person is developing their soul. Mm -hmm. And the circumstances in people's lives or challenges that occur you know, to put them at choice to see what are they going to choose. And that determines whether they have a victory or they regress right. in their soul. 
So, but even to understand world events in that context or the evolution of the planet and our species in that context, it's the reason why, you know, you and I sit down twice a month online and once a month in person with people, with groups, to bring forward other questions people have on all sorts of topics. And it's why we offer those recordings to people, because the, the vast library of understanding that is in there. And, and the thing is, is even with the books that I've written, which are transcripts of some of these sessions, the love of sources in the books. I mean, you can yeah, tell when you're you reading them that you're in a, mm-hmm. you're in a higher energy and the consistency of love, acceptance, and peace is throughout all of sources' uh, guidance. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, did we have a destiny to come here to learn and understand higher things from mm-hmm. source yeah. and to yeah. give them to the world? Yes, I do think we do. So now I, I look back at that event at 19 years old or your event, you know, in your life, and you think how these these individual souls catapulted us into a whole yes. different yes. path. Yes. But we must have been destined to go down that path. And, you know, I remember at the time that it happened, <clears throat> when you were immersed in that sadness, it's very difficult to see this bigger picture that you're it talking is. about. You know, the life mm. path. It's really, really difficult. And this is where it, it does need understanding and love and compassion. Because uh, I remember somebody coming to me at one point in time trying to nurture me through this or trying to console me in my sadness. And they said, oh, you'll get over this with time. This was a kind of another pat answer. Another thing that was said to me at the time was, uh, oh, I know what you're going through. My father died, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, you see. And a child dying is not the same as your father dying. Everybody expects our parents to die, but you don't expect your children to die. So there was these kind of condolences that were being offered that were just not hitting the mark. They weren't they weren't nurturing in any way whatsoever. I don't think anybody can have the right answer when it somebody goes very through difficult time. Yeah. But yeah. in hindsight, as you say, when when you do look back with some kind of spiritual insight, you are then able to see that indeed time is a great healer. You don't see it at the time. You cannot understand it at the time. But uh, when you look back, you do realize that these are all little catalysts for us. Mm-hmm. They're all wonderful little catalysts for us to move us on, along. And in fact, one of the things that I'm quite amused at really is that we're doing this 10 years now in Gilroes. And in some ways it might seem like a long time. It's, it's a fifth of our lives. And Well, you're making an assumption about how long we live. <laughs> I know. No, no, Speak I mean, for yourself. I, I mean, up until now, up until today. <laughs> But uh, it's, it's a long time, in a sense. And we haven't made any money in the sense of, you know, somebody who's pursuing a career as an architect or a surveyor or a builder or a preacher or whatever will have accumulated hours for dollars in that sense. You know, they would be making a, a money from a career. And we haven't out of this, which begs the question, and it's one of the reasons which is we're coming full circle now with this question, why do we do what we do? Why Why would somebody spend 10 years of their lives, and we will continue to do, why would somebody do that? And for me, 
what has come out of this discussion today is when we look back at these spiritual catalysts, we look back at this, this inner guidance that we get, everybody gets in our lives, we are moved along to actually fulfill that highest part of yourself. Now, Angel Rose, you did put your finger on something very important. At every moment, we do have these opportunities for choice. Like in my case, I could very easily have decided, I can't handle this, I'm going to become an alcoholic. You know, I could have turned to drink quite easily. Mm. Or drugs or something, you know. Didn't you turn to women for a while though, huh? No, Angel Rose, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Although there was a time in my life, and, and continues where my female companion is hugely nurturing to me. <laughs> now, the point though is, it could easily turn negative, depending on mm. the choices that we're making around mm. these things. Thankfully, I made the right choice. And I hope that people who are watching or listening today will have, will recognize and realize that yes, every opportunity, actually every tragedy, every sadness, every difficulty, every challenge, and mm. also the other side of that, every fantastic thing that happens, is constantly moments of choice to make Higher and higher and higher mm. choices. choices. Yeah. Right. And certainly there have been, you know, many moments in my life that were divinely guided for sure. Where, you know, of myself, I might not have had, you know, or sought out, let's just say, a particular opportunity for more knowledge. But I was always led, you know, spiritually to the next teacher that I needed, the next book, the you know, even dreams that took me to other places of existence uh, to meet higher aspects of myself. It was all, it's all been guided and directed. And so yeah. anything that I learn uh, that has made my life better, uh, I make a point to teach it to other people yes. or put that information out somewhere yeah. so that, you know, just like myself, I, I remember, you know, certain books that I, I mentioned rebirthing, Sandra Ray was really instrumental early on for me, finding her books on rebirthing and finding out that people believed in physical immortality, that death was not natural. I think she made, you know, a comment in one of her books that, you know, we, we're all killing ourselves because we believe in death. And, and basically that started me in this whole other Remembrance, let's just say. Uh, I had an early remembrance from when I was five that death and illness weren't natural. Mm -hmm. And so I was fascinated with anything that gave me information about our belief systems and how they contribute, which is why I've, I've taught so many journaling uh, classes because it is the questions that you ask yes, yes, that yes. determine what kind of information comes in your life. Mm -hmm. And so when we have asked ourselves today, Hanu, you know, why do we do what we do? And many people do believe that we're living this lucrative life. They have no idea that much of this is um, strictly a labor of love, okay? The way I was given and the way you were given yeah. knowledge to give that to other people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is our motivation. That is yes. what moves us is that I always say when we have these, periodically you and I will come to these places where we review why we're doing what we're doing. And I know that I always come out and say, I'm interested in freedom. But I'm interested in freedom, you know, on the level of knowing yourself. 
And yes. and you too are very interested in freedom. And so anything that uh, we put out, um, whether it's the groups and it's the recordings or the podcast or the the consultations or the in your case your spiritual art or our books, it all of it is to hopefully bring somebody else to that light bulb stage yes. where their their load is a little lighter, where they have deeper understanding. It's funny you should say that because you've reminded me of a comment, some feedback that somebody gave me this morning as a result of reading my book, The Reincarnation of Columbus. And in that book, not only does it describe that loss of, of what I perceived as a loss, the death of my son Ryan all those years ago, but at that point in time I started writing down after I learned the TM and I found that inner peace, I was writing down these synchronicities and these coincidences that were going on in my life. And I was seeing a, a thread or a pattern with them. I didn't know where it was leading or where it was going, but I was writing down. And at one point in time, I actually remember saying to myself, I am so tired of writing down these synchronicities. They're, they're happening so often. They're all day, every day. And it could be just seeing numbers or, or meeting somebody or you're thinking something and suddenly it happens or appears mm. or whatever. But I, I got tired of writing them all down. There was so many. There was too many of them. But luckily, the ones that I did write down, I, I followed the story of that in my book so that it led to us meeting and then the, the final outcome, as it were. So the whole story came full circle and it all made sense. All those previous little synchronicities all connected the dots all together so this lady approached me this morning and she said you know she said i've lived my life uh, not knowing what my purpose was there's been all these high points and low points but they didn't seem to connect somehow there was no connection with them and after reading your book <laughs> she said i can see now how every single one of those things in my life they all the dots connect and i now know for the first time exactly why i'm here and what I'm doing. And I thought that was one of those moments. Where, it is one of those you know, moments. And it's why we share these this practical spirituality in a changing world. Yeah. So bring bring that understanding or let people know that their their life does make sense yes. on a higher level. It's all ordered. It's all perfect. Not that it's always good because we do experience many things that we would not perceive as good. But when you look back and you see, well, that had to happen in order for this to happen at the level of awareness that you were anyway. Yes. Or maybe with, you know, what's gone on with your soul that has led you to those particular moments. So so that's why, you know, we do have our worldofempowerment.com website. We have, uh, which has many podcasts and archives of... Um, the different Akashic Record groups and all of the diversity of subjects that have been asked on all sorts of spiritual topics, metaphysical topics, world topics, and they are available for our, our listeners. And maybe um, people don't know what a what a vast library there is there, but you know that is the result of our work, and we're so happy to be able to give that to people. Sure, sure. So we hope that you've enjoyed the little chat we had today and that perhaps maybe some little light bulb may go off and help you in some way. We would be absolutely delighted if you did leave a comment or some kind of feedback because it helps others. Uh, not, not, we don't need the feedback to boost any ego part of us. We don't want that. We don't seek it. We don't solicit it. But to help other people who may be asking these same questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? What, what does my life mean? 
why why am I doing the job I'm doing? Why am I married to the man or the woman that I am married? Why do I have these children? Why, why do I not have children? Why, 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 why? I, the constant yeah. whys. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, I just want to remind people, too, that I have created a home study course on reading the Akashic Records, so anybody oh, yes. can yeah. access that yeah. universal library and spirit where all this information is. Yeah. And also journaling to a happier life. I mean, those are my two expertises besides the private consultation. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you also have your spiritual artwork that you do that transforms people's ancestry. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, information in there, a lot of knowledge that we're so happy to be able to offer everyone. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it. And we'll, we'll close with this too. And it's not by way of a commercial by any means, but a lot of the times people do want to know, well, that all sounds great, but how do I do this? How do I access this information? How do I get these answers? And Angel Rose has put together, you know, she won't say it herself. She's too modest, but an absolutely wonderful course. It's a home study course. You can do it online in your own time, anytime, any place yourself at your own pace about how to read the Akashic Records. It's not work by any means. In fact, it's enormously insightful and amazingly benefit, beneficial. And not only that, but it's, it's almost, in a sense, like business in a box because you can actually go out, read your own Akashic Records and then read the Akashic Records of others. So you become effectively a reader in a very fast period of time. Yeah, but you would have access to the answers. That's the key. It is, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, Hannah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for our visit today. Thank you. And blessings. And happy spring. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. 